0: It's the BS Podcast, the BS Podcast in five, four, three, two, one Damn, man. Josh, you do not ever interrupt me again.
1: I just don't get I wonder it's, if, it's if you show up on time for work. I guess on time is right at the dot. Or do you it's it's Do you have to get there and do your sound check and everything? You just show up right when it's time to like uh do your thing. I didn't stop it. i was right stop, in the middle it. of starting the podcast and doing the open when you logged on.
0: <laughs> you did, and Joshua.
1: If I got to tell you what's wrong with that, then...
0: All right, here we go. The BS Podcast <laughs> in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Roll Tide, everybody! Welcome think, back to the meet. No. She's stop mad because we got buy a rim Am, for her.
1: Amber's mad because I gave him shit for logging on at 5:30. No. no. Oh crap! I thought I was hoping it was me.
0: And aluminum rims. The source of the world's problems, Josh Moran. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go again. This is take number three.
2: One message for you too from your aunt. Uh-huh. She will bust both of
1: you in the head. Can y'all hear me? It's not rocket
0: size, you know. I think you like me. Um have a face for radio. Can you
2: know, y'all hear me? Mar-Z. We don't play. We can play as we got. The next man
0: up. That's why
1: it sucks.
0: I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you.
1: This kind of unprofessionalism does not need to be tolerated. I mean it. Like,
2: you don't know hear me? You don't know <laughs> you know hear me? You don't hear me? You don't hear me? What the hell is going
1: on here? Just all hang up.
0: Another episode of the BS Podcast. Hang on. Hang Quincy on. Moran. Hang
1: on. There's all kinds of noise in my ear now. Oh, jeez. I need a little bit more professionalism.
0: The BS Podcast in 54321. Roll Tide, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the BS Podcast where I, your host, Quincy, aka The Q Dog, wants to give Josh Moran a big fat kick in his ball sack. Welcome back to this episode, Alabama 26, Texas him 20. Let's get it started. Before we do that, I'm here with my people, joined in the BS Podcast studio by my main man, my co-host, Wild Bill. Wild Bill, what's going on?
2: Roll, tide, roll. Go out (laughs) there to College Station and take no prisoners.
0: We just took the 12th man back home with us. It's pretty awesome. Wild Bill, tell everybody who you are and what you do.
2: I'm Bill Smith, 65 years of age. Work at Twin Bridges Golf Course and Pastor New Directions Church of God.
0: That's right. That's what he does. And if you want to get in on a great Bible study, email me, Moran at gmail.com, and uh, I will get you set up every other week. I got to tell you, Wild Bill, you and Aunt Cindy are killing it on the Bible study in a good way. That's slang these days for good. All right. Also in the BS studio, my man, Josh Moran. Josh, how you doing tonight, Mike?
1: Josh from am 43 uh, I suffer from being a Raiders fan um, what do you call I'm a Raider holic so I'm not going to tell you where I work because uh, if there is someone out there that doesn't like what I say they can hold what I say against me
0: all <laughs> time so if I say tell the people who you are and what you do can you just make something up
1: um kick ass and take names that's right and today's name is austin for being late
0: (laughs) well you heard it here first on the fourth chair my man i'm good i am a little jet lag austin how you doing That's excellent. Well, tell the people who uh, you are and what you Austin, do as our saving correspondent uh, for the BS Podcast. What I don't you know what from? I do,
3: actually. I have just faked my way through life, so there's that. Uh, uh, a friend once told me, he said, <laughs> fake it till you make it, and then by the time that's you make it, you'll actually know almost what you're doing. So, there you go.
0: There you go. Well, that's great. And we still have a standing bet between you and Josh. I don't know what the what the wager is, but for you to run a four four, I can't remember what Josh will do. Four seven. I thought, oh, okay, four seven. I think that's yeah, what like, he said. What were you yeah. gonna like, do, Josh? Didn't like
1: say if you could run a four seven right now? Hey,
3: that right would up be up fun
0: too. I think that's what or French kiss a cow, or something weird like that. I don't know. Hey, that would be...
1: And I ain't talking about like you know you have to you can't like. Wean yourself off a little Debbie's and have three months of training. <laughs> I'm talking about right now. Go outside and hit the tape. <laughs> so I ain't playing with over under. Head, yeah. What? I'm, what's the over listen,
0: under? Listen, I'm the four, probably a awesome, five flat have, guess, right, right now. For the 40. Over under. Yeah. Oh come on. Five.
2: Listen, I'm probably a five flat. Oh my gosh. Probably you not. Could, I think you so. could go. Yeah, I
0: think so. Pretty you, could, fast though. you could go outside right listen, now, warm up a little bit, and hit a five listen, flat. Listen.
3: No, listen. Okay. Oh, I can definitely beat him in basketball. That's easy. I just got to make brother Keep the ball from him. That's it. He's Now, he's taller than me, so if I take it down low, I'm going to get it swatted. Uh, but I, I've got him on the perimeter. Bill, tell him, tell him your favorite story about watching me play basketball in the church league. Bill, tell him your favorite
2: story about watching me play basketball in the church league. He. Hey y'all, we had seen him up in Indiana, watching this church team that he was on play basketball. He gonna go inside on this guy about six ten. He think he gonna shoot a layup no, on this he guy. He hit it out of
0: bounds. I <laughs> mean, he just he the bounced guy it off did the wall. Never didn't even have to jump. No. No. Oh, it, it wasn't even close. <laughs> he
2: did.
0: <just>, did <laughs> he? might tell you? No, no. And then I and thought he was gonna I be just, dumb enough to I try it again, chuck, <laughs> but chuck, he decided he better not. That is great. Here's, here's something I will propose. I mean, Josh and I, both of our families, are coming out to Alabama for Christmas. So, if you can run a 4.8.40 by Christmas, we need some kind of okay. public video statement for the BS Podcast. Let's figure something out. I know, I know. Josh is. Uh, I know Josh will probably get in on whatever it is. So we'll we'll have to see what it is, but we are coming. Sorry, Christmas. I was talking to my
1: wife.
0: It's all good. I was not going to allude to that for people who are not on video. But what we're talking about is a wager that it, by Christmas, if he can hit <laughs> a four eight, we need to uh, no, something needs to happen. I,
3: Listen, I'm uh, I'm quick. I'm not fast. I've got got ten yards of absolutely unreal burst, and then after that, that's it. So,
0: well, as we uh, as we get started on this podcast, forty or fifty bucks. I mean, yeah, and a public a public notice, like a public. I can assure
2: you, ain't gonna be in the fours.
0: It has
1: to be on video. It has to be timed, and we have to share it on okay. the screen here.
0: Okay, that is. If it's a deal, let's make it a deal. Okay,
1: it's a deal. All right. By by next week, we're gonna have our terms.
0: Okay, I dig it. And on a on a quick serious note, not that ever anybody's ever gonna listen to this, but uh, our heartfelt prayers and solidarity go out with to uh, the people in Israel uh, for the attack uh over the weekend just an absolute disgusting situation and uh we will see what retribution comes now more
1: more on that later in uh you know
0: uh, yeah in the two. in the second quarter okay ladies and gentlemen we have very little time to uh to get started we're already uh off pace but we are gonna start like we do with every show with predictions the predictions are brought to you by man versus marriage the podcast go get you some baby Man versus Marriage the podcast. All right. This week's winner. I'm just going to tell you flat out. This week's winner Josh Moran. What? Well, Bill, you had 27-13. Josh Moran 35-24. Austin Dash 35-17 and Quincy Moran, you idiot, you had 49 to 10, which I believe they could have got there.
1: How did I win?
0: Uh, the difference while Bill had a difference of 14. You had a difference of 9. 18 by, Austin yeah, Dash, 20, 20, six. by the Yeah, 2026 26. So. Hang eight.
1: on. Uh, they had 20? Yes. And we had 20. Yeah, 20 so, I thought we were going 9 plus the difference on their score.
0: Yeah, tell me, tell me what that is because I don't really know how to do it. I, actually, well, I, think I, was, I, I think I screwed it up.
1: Uncle Bill had what?
0: He, he was over by 14.
1: So, he said uh, we were going to score more than we did.
0: Uh, yeah, he was – he. so how – wait a minute. I What's screwed this score? whole thing up anyway. The score was 26-20. He had 27-13. to 13. So, actually, uh, that would be he, eight. He is
1: up on top right now. That so, would be eight, correct? Yes. Mine wow. is nine plus
0: four. I'm at 13 because I Sorry, Wild Bill, I let yes! you know. – Yes, <laughs> you're trying
2: to cheat me.
0: <laughs> I don't know what I did there, but uh, it's a good thing you brought that up, Josh. Wild Bill, you, in fact, are the winner. Please excuse me. I didn't finish the rest of the math equation. Tells you why See, I'm, not I'm not a See, I'm not as wizard. big
1: as prick as you guys think I am.
0: <laughs> I bet you are. Just so you know that. I bet well, you I, are. Just as big I, as I think you are. I th- I think okay, you are. Josh,
2: Josh had thirty-five to what?
0: He had thirty-five twenty-four. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah. So how did? Tell me the math on how you figure it out real quick.
1: I took I took nine away because I was over by nine. Okay, grandma. Uh, for the other team so i did 13.
0: okay so it's the it's over
1: now if i would have said 25 or like 20 i don't know how we need to do that because is it better to be over we can't be under the score is what it is right
0: i would think however the math works it should be whoever's closest or whoever has the least amount
1: based on who but if you get under the score you're not in the running say if you did uh, now see because
0: well he's yeah, under we just do
1: it that way what did Austin get
0: Austin was 35 17 so, so that'd he's be what nine, a, 11
1: he's nine, uh, twelve
0: okay Cause and that was
1: because he was three off the other way but still I think if we just add whoever's the most off on both t- sides both sides whether it be one
0: way or the other it works out okay and then I was I was just it's not even. Funny. You are out of the game. <laughs> I, I had it. So I had 49 uh, from 26. What nice is that? 23. And then I had 10. They got 20. So I have to add that that 10 yeah. because I was off. Okay, so yeah. I'm off uh, 33 points. So, Wild Bill, you are the man. You are the yes. man. Yes. I believe you and Josh are tied uh, two apiece. Austin has <laughs> There's one, nowhere to go but up. He has none. So I, things are looking up for me my (laughs) my that's right my predictions are great that tells you what i know anyway we're going to talk later in the program i hope about self-inflicted wounds penalties uh that crazy hot read later in the show uh the still their soul moment anointed by me uh and then career days for Jalen milrow for jermaine burton and then uh this story i heard uh milrow talking about braswell Topped out. He got clocked at 21 miles an hour during summer ball. Wait, who did? And for Jalen that big to run 21 miles an oh, hour? Oh, is yeah. incredibly scary. So, Braswell. <laughs> <laughs> see, I see your face yeah, now. I think, I think now, uh, now you get it. 21 it miles was, an hour uh, for a man that size. The stat was Jalen has got crazy. up to like 20 and a half on that run,
3: that long run against Mississippi State. But it only took him three seconds to get to twenty one or twenty and a half miles per hour. miles
2: per hour. Oh will be that quick days. in three seconds too. Hey, that won't next make week, Amber Y'all happy. need to remember right.
1: there needs to be a wager and it's what is it? are we at doing? Five we doing four eight? I think four twenty-seven.
2: Eight.
0: I think at this age well you're still really young, Austin. So
1: how how old are you, man? <laughs> he's thirty seven.
0: Dude, oh, it is man, that's four, a damn four-seven. Four-seven then. Yeah. If you got three months to train, you're yeah, 27 man. years old. You, better you could be, be in the
1: prime of your damn career
0: right now. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Wild Bill's Bemba Bullet Points. Wild Bill's Bamba Bullet Points are sponsored by New Directions, Church of God in Atala, Alabama. Come on down and visit the family. Come on down and get your son, baby. Wild Bill, get to it now with him. Let's get to it. Well, I've got ain't so no many. I don't know which one to. Well, no Going to hold my body
2: down. Well, there ain't no grave. What happened? Going to hold my body down. Well, there ain't no
1: grave. Going to hold my body down. Take it away, Bill.
2: Stick to your daytime job. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> Because <laughs> you definitely ain't like, gonna make I, nothing I have singing. a bullet point right at the
3: end. No, make, he'll
1: make no, people mad. <laughs> Shut your mouth while I'm seeing. We'll see.
2: No, right. I probably got you thunder already. All right, my... big dog. Okay, I've got several. I, I don't want to give all of them, it's too many. Um, Very low. But our Russian was awesome.
1: Huh? <laughs>
2: Our rushing against A&M was awesome.
1: Rushing. 26,
2: 26 attempts for 23 yards. Man, are
0: you joking? Credit, credit Jalen Milrow with a minus 31 no, in the rush category. <laughs>
2: uh, we had five sacks, and they had six. Um, I love this one that I found uh a and averaged five point one yards per play in the first half. In the second half, 4.0. Uh, yeah. Alabama oh, has that about was thirteen mine. second half points in the last four games. Oh,
0: that was mine. Um, say, say that again, because I got distracted by this third thir- video thing. Josh put up for some reason.
2: I couldn't remember which one you took. Alabama in the last four games since the Texas game has given up 13 points in the second half wow you got a 3 yep. a 3 a 0 and a seven especially considering two of those that were A&M and Omen
0: um yes
2: sir um we've had uh uh in the last uh four games 34 tackles for loss mm 19 sacks in the last four games, five interceptions in the last four games, and we had a big whopping 14 penalties. Nine of them pre-snap penalties for a total of 99 yards. Man. But I take 30 yards off because two incompetent calls by the fit well, they say they're official, and I don't know what they actually they're officially,
0: are. They're officially dopes.
2: Yes, so, uh, but anyway, um, we have allowed 43 sacks. Good gracious. No, no, you, no what? we're allowing 4.3 sacks a game, which ranks 128th nationally.
1: How does it, So, no, but, so we're basically top five. Four point three
2: <laughs> snatch sacks a game.
1: For a running quarterback.
2: Yes. Uh, through six games, we have allowed ten touchdowns, which is the 13th fewest in the country. Um, uh, we've allowed five touchdowns in four games since Texas. Scored four touchdowns against us. So we've allowed one touchdown. Five touchdowns since Texas scored four. Wow. Pretty good.
0: That's pretty darn good. Um,
2: Texas had 454 yards offense against us, but the last four teams have averaged 281 and a half yards per game. So, that is my bullet points. But since you guys love to make fun of me reading a newspaper. Uh, you I, make fun I, of yourself. No, you do.
1: No, your actions do. It's so, your actions.
2: They, uh, there was a very interesting article in today's paper. Oh. Yeah. It had what it cost. It says it's expensive, to go to an SEC football game, the cost that it is. So I'm not going to list all 12 12 schools, or 14, however many there are, but I'm going to give you Alabamas, and it's based on four tickets, your parking, four hot dogs, and four soft drinks. So, with those items included, to go to an Alabama game, it would be roughly $713.68. Man, I could
1: go on a vacation to Thailand for a month and stay in a (laughs) five-star hotel for that, dude.
2: Okay, okay, wait a minute now. Okay, I'm going to give you that, and then I'm going to give you the cheapest.
1: A lot of of trannies out there, though. Cheapest
2: and the most expensive. The cheapest is Vanderbilt.
1: Wow, that's shocking! Because they got all those smart people, Ain't well, smart, but
2: but here's and and I didn't realize this, and maybe Austin might would know. You don't have to pay nothing to park at a Vanderbilt football game.
1: Yeah, but your ass is gonna get walk, lost walking around a state. So <laughs>
2: well, so uh, and four hot dogs. I mean, this you know, so it breaks it down, but two fifty nine forty nine.
1: The, Hang on a second, the, I got a point. They actually are smart. Now think about it more, because nobody's would come watch their game if tickets <laughs> weren't cheap. Uh,
2: I'll give y'all a guess. Which one you think's the most expensive? In the SEC? Yes.
0: Uh, Georgia.
1: Um. That, wait, wait, don't. It can't be the obvious answer, can it? Uh, Tennessee's my guess. You know. Tennessee.
0: Okay, let me, let me, let me come back on Austin. that.
2: Austin.
1: Now, if we're you talking two, about next year, I'm going to
0: say te- Texas.
2: You two are correct.
0: Tennessee, huh?
2: Now, listen to this. $1,256.73. For four tickets, the average is $1, $1,188.73. They got one good season last year, and they think
1: they're have some yeah. They didn't even but win. But now, Qu-
2: Quincy was right on the, ne- the next highest. Was is Georgia at one thousand seventy one dollars and thirty?
1: That's the preppy rednecks for you, dude. Wow. And for us
2: Alabama fans, just to uh, clear something up, it'll cost you nine hundred and thirty nine dollars and fifty two cents to go to that cow college.
0: <laughs> and there you have it. it even I'm done. Can't. It costs more. It costs That's more.
2: That's what Bear called it, that Cow College. That Cow College. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is <laughs> Wild Bill
0: and his Bama Bullet Points, brought to you by Woo <coughs> New Directions, Church of God. All right, let's get into this briefly, and then we'll skip on over to the second quarter because we are running behind, but we're having a good time. That's right. All right, your team stats for Alabama 26 on the road at College Station, Texas A&M 20. First down, 16 apiece. Third down efficiency, 4 of 12 for both teams. Fourth down efficiency, 0 for 1, both teams. Total yards, 344 for the Tide, 306 for Texas AM. Passing yards, Jalen Milroe had 321 yards. And <clears throat> what's his name, Max Johnson? 306.
1: Real quick, uh, the whole Bama Nation is like, man, run RPO. And Tommy Reese is like, hold my beer I'm gonna make him just drop back 60 times a game how
0: about that <laughs> Completion percentage or completion can I speak English today Completion versus the here Milro 21 to 33 for 9.7 yards a pass and Johnson 14 to 25 for 9.6 yards a pass one interception apiece rushing Alabama a sweet 23 yards overall. Texas A&M sixty-seven yards. <laughs> Russian attempts twenty-six attempts by Alabama for a whopping .9 yards per carry. Thirty-five. Yeah, where's Bill O'Brien at? <laughs> my man, thirty-five attempts for Texas A&M for a whopping one point nine yards a carry. As you already heard, penalties, self-inflicted wounds, nine pre-snap penalties by the Crimson Tide just makes you want to scream obscenities. Uh, 14 penalties for 99 yards, uh, a, versus four penalties for 20 yards at Texas A&M, and boy, did they have more than that. Turnovers: two for the Tide, one for the Aggies. Fumbles lost: one and none for the Aggies. Interceptions thrown: one for the Tide and one for Texas A&M. And for the second week in a row on the road, time of possession is pretty much equal: 29:09 for Bama, 30. 51 real quick everybody check
1: out the screen uh, i want to take back my comment we do not need bill o'brien We i think this may be bill checks last year we do not need bill o'brien <laughs> that's all hey so he had his worst loss last yeah. year follows it up with his second worst loss this year or i mean in his career two weeks in a row
0: so just real quick on the stats, that that is absolutely horrible. So Bill O'Brien, we are glad you're gone. We traded you for Tommy Reese, which is Mac Jones
1: looks like the worst quarterback in the NFL right now. I don't now. know. Dak, Dak Prescott's trying pretty to make a case for he is, himself. He is a solid guy. Uh, <laughs> you know, you want you know who was good? Yeah, yeah, for real. You know who was good with Mac Jones? Josh McDaniels. We need McDwibes out of freaking Oakland or uh, Las Vegas. He needs to get on out.
0: Yeah, send it back. Send him back. All right. So, with that, uh, just a few things to note. Uh, Looking at the – basically the box scores, if you will. And I wanted to – I want to talk about, you know, carries for this particular Texas A&M game, and then we'll get right over to the second quarter. Jason McClellan had 12 carries for 45 yards. Rodell Williams had six carries for nine yards. Jalen Milrow had eight carries for minus 31 yards. That is just crazy. But as far as, as far as a record a record day, you're looking at Jermaine Burton, nine receptions for 197 yards. His fumble, average. Drop, about,
1: fumble, drop pass, also has got a tech tw- over on the sideline. 21.9
0: uh, average, for, and his long was 46 yards, two touchdowns. Isaiah James Bond, seven receptions for 96 yards, about 13.7 as an average, one touchdown. His long was 52. And then Amari Niblack, one reception, 12 yards, and uh, his long was 12, obviously. So just looking at that, you know, what are your thoughts going into the second quarter here, Josh? What are your thoughts on that, um, on the pass around, on Ma- Milrose, medium game, long game, and uh, where do you think he needs to develop? Josh, it's time now for the second quarter. Second quarter is brought to you by joshmoran.com Oh, Check so you want me
1: to f- – Finish what you with your quarter and my quarter? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, finish my quarter. I mean, get then, you your
1: quarter out of here, dude.
0: Uh,
1: get your quarter out of here.
0: I feel bad. I feel really bad that I went to you. Anyway,
1: so uh, Milrow played a great game, in my opinion. However, he still cannot run the ball when he has opportunities. He can't – I don't know what it is, but, like, with a good running quarterback, you can watch the game and you can sort of tell where they're going to take off based on – where the you know, the defense is going and everything, and this dude never goes. He never takes off where all the side with with the open side of the field is. He always just collapses and runs up the middle of the pocket. Or every once in a while he takes off. He's getting better at passing the ball, the intermediate passes to the sideline. They're getting more accurate. I think he's throwing the ball better, but man, he if he can ever hit that, yeah. Who, they, I, I, I saw some pictures yesterday and somebody was breaking down. Austin, you have uh, some?
2: They're
3: pressuring him and and forcing him to his right because I see I'm, I'm trying to remember I, I think I still got the picture like the left was wide open I mean there was 20 yards of daylight but somehow it's like it's like every time he's forced out he automatically goes right well they figured that out and that's where they're spying so he'll he'll go right and then he's got nowhere else to go because they shut the door yeah. Let me uh I'll send you guys the picture if I can find it. Hey dummy. But turn yeah, it's literally they they force him the way he wants go to. The go the other and way. And
1: it's over. Dude, We saw one where it was literally the whole left side of the field was open and he had a touchdown probably. Well, and he just stays back well, here, tries and tries to throw the ball. Well, and you know ball. if he, he would throw, to learn to
3: throw the ball throw, away, I here, mean, here. he'd have no sacks.
1: Yeah. He did – he, he had a couple that, that he looked – I was like, damn, he actually threw the ball away. That's growth.
0: Well, <clears throat> and systematically – it looked like he did
1: not want to do it.
0: <laughs> systematically, week over week, he, he, he appeared – no, he doesn't appear. He is developing in each area of the game. Now, I think potentially he gave Texas A&M a little too much respect with their perimeter speed, and he should have trusted his instincts a little bit more – but as he starts to see the field a little bit better, I, he's he is so much better at this point of the season that I thought he could be as far as getting that intermediate passing game. I mean, the dude was – he was dropping dimes, dude. It was – I was – I mean, even Josh, who is, is no Milrow fan per se.
1: I told you he could win me over.
0: And, uh, yeah, you did. And I'm looking at him going, my gosh, man, he, he is on a track to peak yeah, at they, the right time. They...
1: He has to be able to scramble, though. If they put those the two charge, things together, it will be that's, very where's scary. Where's the duel in dual threat? If they put those two things together, it will be very scary. Yeah, well, I hope it happens right at the end of the year.
0: That's where, that's where I think this week's game film is going to come into play because he's going to be able to see, okay, here's what you need to look at when things start to break down. Open yourself up. So he is adapting and he's improving. I think – you know having the quarterback um, just the 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 lineage before him if you will they were just naturally gifted and seemed to be a lot farther ahead in their progress but if he continues on this trajectory we are we are really in for something good if i was looking earlier and this this i went to look at what the uh the top rated qbs were uh in the country and i think milro is ranked number 17 and here's what I found interesting the number one quarterback was plays football at Michigan and he has he's been sacked three times this year Mm -hmm. as opposed to Jalen's 14 so I know some of those are Jalen's fault but I also know that uh, if the offensive line were to give him more time uh, I think he would I think he would probably have be, be that much farther ahead. But they are where they are, and they continue to improve. Josh Moran, it's time for you and your second quarter. It's already quarter.
1: my second quarter. We've already had this discussion. Remember?
0: Yeah, I just gave you – I this set you up to transition it one more time. So, go ahead.
1: It's almost over now. Hey, because i got to make up the difference. Anyways, so, I just got a couple things I want to talk about uh, – what the Raiders' loss will be, look like tonight. Uh, I think they're going to give it their best like they always do, and uh, we'll lose by three touchdowns probably to the Packers tonight, I think. Our best is a three-touchdown loss.
0: So, That's pretty close.
1: What do you guys think about that? Uh, do you guys think the Raiders are going uh, to finish? There's a good high
0: possibility. <laughs> <track in? laughs> I think they're tanking for Tua. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. nobody. Carolina's not going to win a game. I mean, they've already got Bryce. They ain't though. gonna
1: take Bryce. I yeah, mean, they still, are. they would trade that pick probably.
2: Carolina's horrible.
1: We could easily. Carolina is horrible, but have you seen the Raiders?
2: Like, our the coach, our no. coach,
1: literally calls plays to lose games.
2: The Titans aren't much better. Good, we'll send you Ryan they're, Tannehill. They're
1: better than the Raiders. I'm I mean, happy.
0: I think it's Burns. <laughs> you can have him,
1: but... man. I, I think I, it's no. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather I'd have a, Garoppolo than that dude.
0: I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at. At myself. least he would
1: throw. Hopkins had a good day yesterday, though.
0: So I'm going to say it's blatantly obvious it that McDaniel's is just not head coach material. At least not for the Raiders or the Broncos. And maybe, I think
1: the Titans are going away from their game a little bit.
0: Maybe somebody else, but he, he is. I'm and I'm not an avid NFL watcher like Josh is, but. Josh set up to, set up last week in the fourth quarter. Just t- talk a little bit about what McDaniel's did and who he threw under the bus. Just give us a little rendition of that.
1: Well, we had our re- re- uh, our rookie in the game. He comes out. He's had a rough start. Second drive though, leads him on a touchdown scoring drive. Uh, still in the first half, he had a couple plays where he didn't. Uh, the pocket collapsed because Khalil Mack had six sacks and they weren't double-teaming him, so he was there the whole game. And he, he strip-sacked him twice because the, the rookie had it. He bumped into him and knocked the ball out of his hands twice. So, this dude got kicked in the nuts uh, a few times. Comes out in the second half, leads us on a scoring drive with eight minutes left. That We get the ball back. He's leading us down the field, it's, but it's fourth and ten. He throws a 20-something-yard pass to Devontae to the four-yard line, perfect pass, goes out of bounds. Or actually, yeah, he went out of bounds. We rush up to the line, and instead of – it's first and goal from the four-yard line. We have two minutes and 12 seconds left. Josh Jacobs has looked like normal Josh Jacobs in this game. And this idiot calls a – play. He, he gets it and rolls the rookie to the right and throws a dart, and it's intercepted. Could have been took back for a pick six, but they just went down for it. But uh, in the press conference, he blamed the rookie. He said, you know, you got to take care of the ball in the NFL. So, that's our dweeb coach.
0: How many timeouts did the Raiders have with two minutes to go?
1: Like we had one or two still.
0: Okay, so you had – we had two timeouts. Let's say we had two one minute timeout. The two-minute warning. And the two-minute warning. And from we could have ran line,
1: three plays and ran clock off.
2: The,
0: yeah. And you have Josh Jacobs who's having a decent game. It sort of sounds
1: like when – uh, it's like when the Seahawks got to the one-yard line exactly, and they didn't hand it to – it's a bonehead move and the same thing happened. And it's kind of like – yeah. Anyways, so, why,
0: why put your rookie in that position? Why not hand it off to a guy who's been in the league, give, the, give, give two opportunities to run the ball, get it closer. And, or I, call a better play. Call a better play.
1: Because the dude can throw the ball. And uh, he battled back from that. Like, a lot of adversity in his first game and still was going to give us a chance to win. I think that means the rookie should just get the nod. But he ain't. Moving on. Happy Feet. Cowboys suck again. Has anybody been watching that?
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. I <laughs> thought they were the best.
1: Well, I got, I got some uh, stats here for you, uh, which we all knew, except Cowboys fans didn't know. They were somehow – they went Raider fan on it. And they thought they were going to win. Of course, I'm not that delusional. So, they won three games. First three games were against the Patriots, 1-4, <laughs> the Giants, 1-4, and, and the Jets, minus Aaron Rodgers. And they thought they were Super Bowl contenders. Last two losses were to the 1-4 Cardinals, and this time they got obliterated by the 49ers, but they're undefeated. But, okay, so there's your Dallas Cowboy champs.
0: Yeah, the, I think the 49ers are probably uh, slightly cut above the other competition the Cowboys Look, how played. about
1: this, dude? Like, there's not enough uh, emphasis being put on how impressive Which is Brock mind-blowing is because, because, because he always gave people the trouble at Iowa the State.
3: I mean, he owned us at West Virginia. Like, yeah, he was he was the yeah, guy big, at quarterback when we went into Iowa State as West Virginia. And what were we, 6-0, 7-0? Go into Iowa State and, and they just destroy us. So, I've always hated him.
1: <laughs> well, I got to tell you that um, I don't think there's been too many. Uh, I and then you
3: have. The guys like Patrick Mahomes, who played horrible against West Virginia every year, and then he's just as good, so it makes no sense.
1: So I want to show you these guys' names real quick, and uh, we'll move on to the – actually, why is that not showing up? There it is.
0: This is the Mr. Irrelevant last pick in the draft.
1: This is the best Mr. Irrelevant QBs. Y'all know any of these losers? Yeah, because that's who Mr. <laughs> irrelevant is. I've never heard
3: any
2: of those names.
1: And this du- this dude's undefeated as a starter. i Me What's
2: the I can't hey. see him.
1: Uh, Bill Keeney. Ch- Chandler Harnish, Bill Keeney, Ronnie Mikada, and George Hafner. Whoever that is.
2: Yeah, never heard of him. Right. Holy so cow.
1: the fact that he's undefeated, he's undefeated as a starter. I think. I don't think he's lost a game. And, uh,
2: Somebody will oh, push no, You
1: You would have well, thought he, Micah Parsons <laughs> would be the he's one. On the best, but. He's on the He's on the best team in the NFL <laughs> with the best weapon. Like,
2: I don't care.
1: Yeah, I hate I mean, the 49ers. I mean, I do too, Uncle Bill. I'm just recognizing that the dude that was the last Enjoy, team in the draft, an
2: old kiddo, he showed in. his class. He's a slow
1: white boy, and he's balling out.
2: He showed what kind of class he's got by his undershirt. All right, my last thing,
1: uh, I'm going to ask the Israel talk because that's going to take too long. My last thing is, uh, did anyone see Shadur Sanders celebrating by showing his Rolex watch to the one-in-five crowd at Arizona or Arizona State? Like, Quincy, I know you like them and everything, but this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. The documentary follows them around twenty four seven. They're always playing to the camera with their ghetto. You're
2: in the Pac-12, saying,
1: bro. Don't brag about that. What are you? You're the Pac-12. But the Pac-12 is great. But guess what? You lost to the teams you could brag about beating. You lost to them. If you beat Oregon at Oregon, okay, run up and show them fools. You... Go do that. I wouldn't have a problem with it, bro. But you're you're four and two. And he almost lost freaking Colorado State, which now we know they suck. They're not that good. There's okay. no such thing. You're not that good. Have a little humility. And Dion's like, y'all hey, scared of you, I'll, strong black men. No, I'll, get, I'll give it to Dion, those post game like press we conferences, like we played like hot garbage. I'll give it to <laughs> we play like high garbage, man. But, you know, even in the loss, you got to go over there and you got to flex on them, you know what I'm saying? You got to let them know that we coming, we here. We ain't going nowhere. Hey, everybody's scared of these strong black men. Ain't there been be no strong black men before. We we the first ones. That sounded kind of like Mr.
3: Shut
0: D. Shut up. You sound nothing like Dion. And, um,
1: anyways, like what do you guys think hearing about, it. about him. Like, what do y'all think about it? I think – There's
2: no class. Period. I Period.
0: I think it was uh I think it was punking the crowd who was shouting just a little bit before that overrated the entire crowd so he went to the student said I don't know I, some of this Rolex. I, I don't know overrated. I feel
3: like you put him feel like you know put him on a, overrated, on a good they are one, one, one in five be scary. I went to
1: it He's good, okay? It's not the point I'm trying to make. It's the point the you point made. The point I'm trying to make is you don't go talk crap to a one-in-five fan base, dude. You look like an idiot. That's lame.
0: You're a one-in-five fan base shouting at the Colorado Buffaloes, overrated, and they They are you. overrated. Okay. Well, he they ran down there. They
1: are 100% overrated.
0: He's an overrated but guy beating, with a Rolex. Look.
1: Beating them does not prove that you're over. Not it doesn't prove that you're overrated or do, not overrated. It just do proved, I think? Yes, it took you to the last play of the game to beat. a But wait, are team. they are Hence, they ranked? You are overrated. Yeah,
0: Colorado. screw
1: y'all, man. We beat you. Okay, <laughs> no. okay, then they're
3: not,
0: they're not overrated.
1: Who? No,
0: they're not overrated. Well, they um, they were. Here's what I think. Do I think it's classy? No. Do I think it's funny? Yeah, I kind of think it's funny. Uh, do I take it so serious? No. Well, listen it's a, though. It's now a college kid running and shutting listen, up. Listen, now they now all those guys are making so much money. I don't think they, it's I'm very sure, I'm sure
3: he's at this point. It's like even Jermaine Burton, I mean, he he had a great <laughs> game. To say, I've never seen a player I mean, that is so hot-headed on the field and doing so well. It's like I'm killing you guys and I'm going to let you know.
1: Like yeah. Okay. Okay. And,
3: look,
1: and also, Shadur Sanders, this is the guy that tried to drive his Ferrari or Lamborghini in the snow in Colorado. He ain't that bright. So,
0: just saying. Sounds like a sounds like a 20-year-old I don't, thing
2: to do. Uh, I don't like think idiot. that would go well if uh, he tried that in Knoxville <laughs> or Athens. Or well, he College wouldn't be able Station. to because they would have lost the game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think now that going from overrated i think the next thing that they're going to start chanting not to just Shadur but other players is overpated <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> overpated all yeah. right well that
1: rounds out yeah. my uh quarter because we still got a couple left and uh i got a heart out in 18 minutes yes
0: sir we'll get it done all right that was the second quarter brought to you by josh moran at JoshMoran.com. go get you some baby go And get it. All right, it's time now for the third quarter. The third quarter is where Austin Dash, our Saban correspondent, brings us the latest and greatest. Yeah, so I'll just
3: give a a very brief synopsis on Saturdays, and we'll get right into todays. Um, You know, we we already knew this, but he said, uh, first thing he said Saturday was this may be one of the worst, let's see, worst that they've played and still won. He said it may be a record. He said, uh, he said he couldn't be more proud of them, knowing how they competed. He said he don't think he's he's had many teams that's competed as well as they have. Uh, Jalen played extremely well. They had tenacity. Uh,
1: Hang on a second. What's that supposed to mean, Saban? You ain't got nobody to compete. Yeah, he never had a team uh, competed this hard. He said they gave them opportunities to that
3: That they shouldn't have, and they've got to fix those. But he said, you know, the majority of the things they screwed up on are all fixable. Uh, he said he he said those two big penalties on the last drive. He said, I love how he says we we've got a uh, see. He's got he said we've we've got a lot of things to clean up, and we shouldn't let him go down and kick that field goal like that. Like. You know they've gave they've gave up thirteen points in the second half, and he's like, oh, we're playing horrible." Um.
0: Yeah, I Austin, just real quick, I thought it was funny how Coach yeah. Seven came to the press conference. Yeah, yeah. Because he came with a grin on his face, and he's like, "You want the good or the bad?"
2: <laughs> and he just yeah.
0: he yeah. laughed. I think it was a there was almost like a sense of relief. Um. Then he was. He was slightly giddy. But one. I want to parallel something real quick before you get into. The I, rest did, of it. I saw bits saw, and did pieces. Jalen Milrose? Uh, he blamed last that last today. play on himself. Yeah, I thought it was interesting because he he did. He blamed it on himself, and he also took responsibility for the <laughs> offensive line, which I think. Yeah. I think him taking responsibility for the offensive line is probably above and beyond what he needs to do.
1: Man, the offensive line is a bunch of chunks.
0: But he, he is committed to yeah. getting the line – like taking hey, personal uh, responsibility to get the line where it needs to be. So, I thought you know who we need, I thought that was great.
1: <clears throat> Quincy, you know who we need as the offensive <laughs> line coach? Yeah. Tom Cable. Get his ass in there and punch somebody in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. Hey, I'll tell you, Al Davis, real quick, has made the worst decisions Tom Cable eight and eight. That team was starting to play good. Punched another coach for not listening to him. Fired. Jack Del Rio goes to the playoffs after next year. a Little down year. Fired. McDaniel's or uh, Gruden fired for obvious reasons. But yeah,
3: had a playoff um, team.
1: Fired. Yeah. So You're self-inflicted fired. wounds. You're he fired.
3: said something they can resolve and they're fixable. Uh, he said we're going to have to do that if we want to compete at a high level. Um. Let's see, I want to make sure I get to the things I actually want to talk about. Um, uh, overcoming bad plays is one of the, the greatest ways, he said. Jalen Milrow has uh, has grown, you know, realizing you got to go out and play the next play. He kind of didn't do that in Texas, so thankfully he's he's kind of starting to figure that out. Um, he said that the two big turnovers were, he you know, he said. The one where Caleb Downs intercepted it right after Alabama gave the ball up. He said that was one of the biggest plays of the game. Uh, And then holding them out of the end zone. I think they they held them out of the end zone, what, three or four times within 15 yards. So, you know, great red zone defense. Um, And Saturday he said, he didn't give an update today, but he said Saturday Malachi Moore had a twisted ankle. He didn't say an ankle sprain thankfully. But he said a twisted ankle, so we're hoping that, I'm hoping that's all it is. Um, had a new starter on the line. J- Jaden Roberts started at guard um, without getting a lot of, yeah, as down. many reps in practice. So they're pretty happy with how he played uh, as far as that goes, because the other dude, you know, got most of the reps, but then had something that that kind of messed him up. Um Trey Amos replacing Malachi Moore. He said the, the hardest part about that was throwing Darion Arnold, Terion Arnold over there. And he hasn't had as many reps at Malachi's position. He said, but he thought they played pretty well. So that'll be something to watch if if Malachi doesn't jump straight back. So now we'll jump into today. Um did anybody know that there is going to be a solar eclipse during this game? So right in the middle of it, there's supposed to be a solar eclipse. So no, James no Spann was asking Nick Saban James if he was prepared for that, and uh, <laughs> and Nick Saban said, uh, he said he said this is a new one on me. I, I didn't know that, and I've never had to deal with that. So uh, James Spann may have to coach him up on how to get through that. <laughs> Um, let's see. He said that we've got things we've got to fix on. He said build on the positives uh, and eliminate the negatives. He said defense has done an amazing job. He said Arkansas is a better team than their record shows. He said they've had some tough games, some really close losses.
2: my phone just did something weird. Let's
3: see. Let's go back. Um, So they've got a really good system, really good team, uh, a lot of play action. He said they can really throw the ball downfield.
1: Y'all check it out. I fixed it.
0: For those of you who can't see it at home, uh, Josh is taking a picture of a, a frowning Barack Obama. And it says at the top, Vikings offensive line sucks, and Josh scratched out Vikings <laughs> and put in Bama, or at least some kindergartner visiting Josh's house. <laughs> yeah. And then so then, the then he got to says, talking about how uh, they Pretty
3: struggled to thing. run the ball, and they, they asked if that was Alabama to blame or Texas A&M to blame. He said both. Uh, he said they mis id plays after they went back and watched it where where they didn't finish blocks and and some of the plays they just didn't know who to block Yep. as far as some of the stunt and stuff they were doing which you know you've got to figure that out during the game but
1: uh you know you know what we should do like honestly for our offensive line we should like take a big brother style right do we Uh, The offensive line after this atrocious start should all have to live in the same room, in the same house for the next week, okay? And at the end of the month, at the end of the week, America gets to – or Bama fans get to vote one of them off the team. And uh, and then the next one from the practice (laughs) squad comes up. So, we're going to see who all gets to play – or who wants to play and who's going to put the the right effort in. I I think that's a good idea. But then
3: they'll be down down to – but then they'll be down hey, to about they, they a lineman tra- and a half. They, they got the transfer so portal. Might as well um,
1: give us something to control. But then they'll be down <laughs> to about a lineman and a half. No, you can only vote one so, of the worst one. Prompt then he
3: got into by... uh, their first. Pre- <laughs> hey, it, I felt like it wasn't oh, as bad yeah, the bad. Oh, yeah, the center. He's the first. Thing he's the first. Right. You have to say. I think
1: Austin, I you played center six, in middle four, school. Seven. We'll uh, out there yeah.
3: center, man. It, went, it went pretty well. We won a championship. Hey, well,
1: then we need that's to it. start eating.
3: Listen, if Burnup doesn't come back, I'll have that to go. That was before run. he got his um, speed. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was telling Quincy, though, the struggle Rocker's with Riker, now you won't. is Rocker's he's fine. just so used to bombing everything <laughs> that he just kicks the even punts through the back of the end zone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. But um, well, he got, better
3: as he, the game he went got on. to talking it's about the pre-snap penalties. And he said the main the main issue that they realized they were having, which still I don't know why somebody doesn't change this mid-game, but it was so loud, and this is this is what happened last week too against Mississippi State, so loud that they went on silent. So, you know, the guards, the guards tap in the center and they're going. And said every time that they would tap the center, a&M would move their front, and that would cause those guys to flinch. He said, so if they're going to do that in the future, they've got to really, 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 really practice it. Uh, he said because, you know, that – he said those guys, every every play, when they tap the guard, they would move their front and, and just adjust. So, you know, then those tackles start jumping, uh, which I feel like there were some times where it was offsides, but that's besides the point. He said the, the, one of the advantages of playing offense is you know when the snap count is. He said, so you know when to get off the ball. When it's noisy and you have to go on silent, he said, you know, you lose that advantage. Then you don't know when to go. So, he said, let's see, nine out of 14 were, were false start or pre-snap false starts. Um, you know, he said the they felt like the environment had a lot to do with that. He said, but that's definitely one of the main things they're going to practice on and then i also found it very interesting that somebody asked him how his coordinators were doing up to this point yes oh really and he didn't come out and say he didn't come right out and say they're doing a great job like he like glossed you know he kind of worked around the question and was like well you know that's just something we don't really talk about uh you know out in the public and and, you know, I just believe where he did the whole, whole charade of, you know, we're all just trying to, to eliminate mistakes and, and give ourselves advantages. And, you know, so he went into this almost pre-planned, uh, you know, what you would expect. And I was like, hmm. So he doesn't think that they're doing a great job right now. So I was like, that, that's
2: interesting. He is. What's uh, the question? Kevin Steele must be doing pretty good. I just wished we'd hey guys, run the ball up the middle well, occasionally.
1: Hey guys, uh, they found a hundred. They got. They found a hundred bodies in a remote farming village in south Southern Israel. Uh, Hamas came in and slaughtered every villager. Well, that's new information. That is absolutely horrible. Yeah, they're about well, to. As
3: Ben Shapiro wow. said, the wrath of God is destroyed. what they've done. This
2: is.
1: Hey, this, this is crazy. This is crazy though because the Ukraine war has to be bullshit. It's weird. I have not seen hardly any videos, and there are people. Uh, but are but people the majority, the div- I think like the, you would think the if and I, cell I I cell think, think
3: that's weird too because I feel yeah. the same way. But the weirdest part is is that Hamas are the ones videoing it. Like I heard earlier, they they killed a some somebody's and the, grandmother yeah, and posted a, a, a video of it on her Facebook. Yeah, so and
1: yeah, and so it's like they're they're going to the extreme. I mean, they've already gone to the extreme,
3: but I mean, they're wanting everybody to see what's going on, and it's it's just it's mind blowing.
1: Sister of Israeli TV personality killed execution style while hiding from gunmen. This stuff's see. There's videos coming out everywhere all day, and it doesn't matter what time of night it is. It, here's my
0: concern as we like, here's my concern as we close out the program. Be. What what is what else is going on that they're trying to detour or detract our attention from? Because this is heinous. I mean, this is and and what's really know, confusing day, me. Are yeah, people that are getting murdered.
3: Is Israel but Israel and the, the U.S. Those two pretty much have the two most advanced. Israel, Israel, uh, organizations as far as intel goes. And I I just, there's no way that nobody knew. As soon as they crossed the border, there's no way.
1: Listen here, okay. Hey, so I've always thought this, and I I mean, y'all can agree with me or not, but in order to become the baddest, best nation in the world, you kind of got to be the worst. Because, like, it seems like we're just starting... Like we gave them money to buy weapons for this, we're funding this. We're funding the Ukraine war. We're just over here yeah. funding all this. And the struggle and we're is over here eating donuts and watching football. Like, and the struggle I is that we gave away so much here. money
3: and so much military equipment and left, you know, what thirty-one billion dollars worth of equipment in Afghanistan. That now, if we do get in a conflict, we we don't have the money or the stuff to even fight it. So that's the struggle.
1: Now, see, I, that's another—that's another thing that I believe is a kind of a hoax. I don't believe our military is depleted. I know they got all this this uh, LGBTQ propaganda, and they're telling you it's depleted. But okay, you think all these rich, powerful people in America that we call dummies want to give up the biggest blank check in the world? Like, if we were vulnerable in the military and we were easy to attack, that would take away their hey. money, Gravy Train. And it's like there's no way they're that stupid because whoever's whoever's doing all this is not stupid. Well, they but are evil.
0: evil, and it, it but all it's depends no on if, uh, if they're coordinating because they don't think that they're going to be a part of the destruction. But I know last week you stated the idea that
1: – you have it like with your border wide open and all these people in every city, and now Greg Abbott is <laughs> yeah. busting them to everything yeah. – Dude, now we need to stop doing that. Well, <laughs> hey, you need to stop selling every. No,
2: but, but, but but Texas and, can't And listen to this. Anymore. So I found out. Well, we, so one of the artists I work for. From the border, she
3: uh, she's a political artist. She does a lot of rally stuff and and a lot of conservative stuff. And there is, what'd she say, six hundred acres of land that the cartel bought in Texas. First of all, who who's selling land to the cartel? 600 acres, or yeah, yeah, that they've sold, and they've literally built a city just for the illegals that come across the border. So they're literally housing all of them. So the cartel has, so you can only, you know, they're just mind blown that that's even a possibility
1: there. Oh, they just murdered a dog and somebody's family. All right. Well,
0: get get off off of there. So much for Josh's idea, though. I guess I'm the one who asked uh, for people to be in solidarity with the the innocent lives lost in Israel. But uh, as of last week, Josh said he didn't want to hear nothing about Hollywood or politics and football. And here we are talking about it. So uh, with that, we have approximately...
1: Well, this is a war that just happened, and I like I, – I'm pretty pro-Israel. Uh, that was that was they, uh, Italy. They saved one out there, and uh, they were like, roll tide, and it's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, was, that was Italy. Oh, well, it's its actually what I meant was like they actually have stores that sell Alabama merch in Jerusalem, I think. And I've seen a video Well, there's more reasons which, than I that, but that
0: is your reason. And we got a, a, exactly one minute for predictions before Josh has to jump off here. Josh, let's start with you. What is your prediction of our – Arkansas, the piggy boys, they come on in to teetown down to tangle with the big boy elephants. Let's go, the elephants and the pigs. What do you got?
1: I want it. I want. I want to say that it'll be more, but I'm going to go with 37 to 21. I just don't feel like we're going to. I don't know. They have a good quarterback.
3: Just remember, Alabama's played some good quarterbacks so 20, far. 30, that's just 21. as good as KJ Jefferson. Just remember, some good They're not as big
1: though. For Athletic. What's his name? Just got 20 points. Uh, D- Dart only got 10. But we'll That's us John Quincy, though. All right. Johnson's a good 21. quarterback, and he didn't do great. He's killer. 37-21. He looks good. Till he I thought he was pretty good, though. He looked like he was. All right, Wild some, Bill. has some skills.
0: Wild Bill, what do you got for a prediction? Arkansas comes into T-Town playing Alabama. What do you got for a prediction for us?
2: 34-16. to s- 34, 16. 16. All right, Austin
0: Dash, what is hey, your you man versus <laughs> Barrett, Arkansas? 38-10. What do you got? 38-10. I think right they're going to be
3: able to run, run the ball Quincy all Brown. over Arkansas. I
0: think they're going to be able to run. I think my, my biggest trepidation is how we struggle as a defense or we have historically with running quarterbacks. I think this young man can run the lights out. Uh, With that being said, I think Alabama puts a few more things together at home. Finally back off the road in a comfortable, energetic, tide favoring environment. I think Alabama goes 42-13 against the Hogs. I I almost put 42-9, but with that running quarterback, I think he might be able to score if they get in a red zone situation. But uh, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all for this episode of the BS Podcast. Special thanks to Amber Dash, who edited last week's podcast. If you have not gone back to listen to it, go check it out. It was pretty darn good. Very entertaining. Always a good laugh between Uncle Bill, a.k.a. Wild Bill, and Josh Moran, as they uh, they loathe to exist with one another. But it's fun. Uh, with that being said,
1: that's not true
0: okay that's it's not, not
1: true? true loathe to exist like
0: ease like, up He's f- up i'm just uh...
1: no loathe i mean that would mean i would hate uncle bill
0: okay well i mean I, what about I, exist I mean, it to it wasn't, it wasn't...
1: <laughs> i'm telling you right now i don't so
0: <laughs> it was kind of a tongue-in-cheek uh, moment i don't okay. but i don't well, it's good to know bill. we have that on record now and uh
1: well, you're not putting that. Don't put that Rich evil on me, The shaking
0: the bike. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Wild Bill, any final words? Hey. That's right. Keep on rolling. roll tide. Keep Go rolling,
2: baby. One question, right quick. I want one of you, one of you three guys, tell me who's going to watch the film on the offense and tell Milrow he needs to be going left. It ain't going to be the offensive coordinator. He's so who's going to tell him? All our offensive coordinator knows is let's run up the middle.
0: I believe, I believe, uh, believe Mister Milrow, Commander Milrow is going to put it together this week, guys. I really do. He keeps growing week over week, so I think this is uh, this is the week where he puts it.
3: He I puts say throw for three, rush for two. All right, I'll
2: is take r- it. If r- <laughs> Rick Bleiman says, "I wish we'd run it up the middle one time this game."
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Austin Dash. Any roll final tide. words? <laughs> roll tide, Josh Moran. Aside from go Raiders, any final words for the BS podcast?
1: Roll tide. Uh, also, go Raiders. Uh, also, and, uh, and also, uh,
3: we got West Virginia's got Dana yeah, Hogerson Thursday, so think? I just hope we score hundred points on and Houston. Also, I hate Dana Hogerson
1: that he was he was
3: our coach
0: I
1: don't he know that is for a while. but
0: uh, yeah. that's some uh, that's, some, wet, that's some big 12 that's some big 12 stuff
2: well there you have it ladies and gentlemen for go ahead mm-hmm. nope. Austin, I'm good Austin wants I'm, to move I'm to glad to be back in America <laughs> <laughs> put
0: a veto on the old move to, California. to <laughs> California the weather yeah. is only worth so much you're not okay. wrong
3: <laughs> let me assure
0: you of that <laughs>
1: Yeah, hey you y'all right there Uncle Bill, you going
0: All right, ladies yeah. and gentlemen for Austin
2: <laughs> For Austin. He just Dash, love California. And Wild
0: Bill, I am Quincy <laughs> aka the Q Dog and this is the BS podcast. Roll tide Roll everybody.
2: Tide. Roll tide. Roll
0: tide.
1: Everybody let it finish doing its thing. For